Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to Microbrewed Sports, the long-awaited football preview edition. I am ready for some gosh darn football. What about you, Pete? Oh, hell yeah. Well, it's not going to be very exciting for me, but we'll get into that. <laughs> all right, so for anyone here that's been staring at the sun all day and uh, lost their vision, we're here for you. You can still listen to our pod. What are we drinking today, Pete? We have an Armor Shark. It's by Pizza Boy Brewing. It's out of Enola, Pennsylvania. And we're both drinking this. These, yeah. are, uh, these are pretty gosh darn good. We cracked them open about two minutes before we started recording. Yeah, this is their double IPA. About 9.5% alcohol, so, you know, by the end of the pod, we might get, be getting a little rowdy. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. It might be a little uh, a little cussing or something by the end here. But, hey, let's uh, jump into some fantasy football, because I got two drafts this weekend. Yeah, I had I actually just had one yesterday, really early. I hate that it's that early, but yeah. I'm in four this year. How many are you in? Uh, two, and the one is 30 rounds long. Starts on Saturday until the McGregor fight. Picks up the next day at 11 p.m. I'm hoping finishes before 6:30 because then I got a whole nother one 6:30. That honestly sounds like hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be rough. But you uh, might actually draft some Jets. Yeah, I'll be yeah. <laughs> In the 30 round draft, man, I'm gonna probably have like four or five Jets on my team. That's impossible. But anyway, <laughs> so let's talk about obviously the theme again, micro meaning uh, not the whole league. We're focusing on our teams. Yep. So our teams, again, for anyone that missed the first pod, I'm an Eagles fan. He's a Jets fan. So we're going to focus on the fantasy-relevant players on our two teams. So let's start with some Eagles. I got number one. Well, not necessarily number one, but just starting off. Alshon Jeffrey, new to the Bird Gang. I'm a fan. I'm excited. You should be. Here's why I think that he could have a breakout season. Now, everything you're hearing, you might be able to get value on him, actually, in the draft, because everything you're hearing is him and Wentz don't have any chemistry after the first preseason game. I mean... I don't give a shit. That's early. Nah. And it's preseason. All right, finish finish your point. Okay. So Carson Wentz last year finished fifth in passing attempts out of every quarterback in the NFL. And okay. he broke the rookie record for passing attempts in the season, and he actually broke the franchise record for passing attempts in the season. Doug Peterson likes to pass more than Andy Reid likes to pass, and that is freaking saying something, right? That is. Problem was, A, Wentz is a rookie last year. B, he has no weapons. All right. So so Alshon is a weapon. Yes. And my point in all that is there will be targets. And Should be targets. And there will be plenty of targets to be had. And we also sputtered a lot in the red zone last year. Right. He's a big body. He has the ability to go open. He's going to demand the ball in the red zone. Big guy. Probably throw him a couple fade routes. Yeah. Really good at that kind of stuff. Yes. So Downside with Alshon Jeffrey. Andrews. Over under 13 and a half games played this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the under. And yeah. I'm going to take the... It's pretty standard operating procedure for him. Yeah. And uh, he sneezes too hard. He might throw out his back. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that part's going to be the problem. But I honestly, if you told me over under on 10 and a half touchdowns, I think I'm taking over. Jesus. That's a big number. Yeah. That's a real big number. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, we do not... Last year, we did not score in the red zone. Right, but... Which, Caleb Sturgis was relevant in fantasy last I year. I don't think you're going to see as many pass attempts. I think 
that's going to be try to be that's Peterson's going to try to write that. I mean, I that would highly disagree with that. Yeah. I think I think he's I mean gonna, that's a lot of pass attempts. No, I think he's going to ramp it up to be honest. Well, if okay, so but if you think your team's going to be good and playing with the lead a little bit more, then typically you're not going to be passing as much. But if you remember when Andy Reid was the Eagles coach, we always got bashed for not running when we had a lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and their running game was the short passes to the running back, sure, or the screens or whatever. And we ran a lot of that kind of same stuff with Wentz last year. And Doug Peterson was not only coached by Andy Reid in Green Bay and in Philadelphia, right? But he got his coaching start under Andy Reid. Yeah, he's he's from the Reid tree, yes. right? Okay. And I honestly think the more that Wentz improves, and the more weapons we get around, the more he's going to ramp up the passing. I wouldn't put it past him. Okay. I well, think the Saints. I think and the disagree. Ravens might both get more passing attempts than us this year. Because believe it or not, the Ravens were Joe Flacco was one passing attempt less than Drew Brees, and they were both about yeah. fifty over the next guy. But those two might. I expect Wentz to be third in the league in passing. Okay, teams. so overall, though, I will say Alshon Jeffries going as the ninth wide receiver nineteen according mm-hmm. to Fantasy Pros. Not I bad. Some, I see some value there. Not bad. Um, the only thing again to consider <clears throat> with him is just injury history. That's right. all that you're worried about. If he's healthy. He's a pretty good receiver, mm-hmm. so I will say if he if you get all sixteen games out of him, you're probably going to have a, a nice year. He will be, be. I guarantee you this: if he plays sixteen games this year, he will finish better than the nineteenth best fantasy receiver. That's probably fair, and I think that's what's baked into his ranking right. is the injury. Right. I definitely think he has the but potential. Sh- but short of injury, I think you're looking at value there. Right. Uh, and then even the most value here you're looking at. Is Zach Ertz agreed? Now I have been just driving the Ertz bandwagon almost the same way I've been driving the Hoskins bandwagon. Um, I, Down I the hill, no the, breaks. Yeah, no so, breaks. So good at Ertz. <laughs> Go to hell. Now he's had a hard time, honestly. Uh, like really putting together a full season. He always starts. I can't deny that. Starts off rough, finishes strong. Yeah, and I got more Ertz puns. You, you got December Ertz. Because this is what he did last year, end of the season. And this happens every year. Mm-hmm. I only got last year pulled up. It's fine. But uh, week 13, 15 targets. He's got 9 catches, 79 yards, touchdown. Mm-hmm. 14. Right. 13 targets, 10 catches, 112 yards. Then 8 targets, 6 catches, 80 yards. Then for some reason he did nothing week 16 against the Giants. 2 targets, 2 catches, 33 yards. Right. Week 17, 16 targets. 13 catches, 139 yards, two touchdowns. And that brings me to my second point here. With Jordan Matthews gone, who was our slot guy, and I touched on this last week, if you listened to the last pod, hope you did, we are out a slot guy. Yep. I'm guaranteeing I will drink a warm beer on this pod in front of Pete and all you people listening. Hold on, is this the first warm beer bet? Well, I made it last time, that Aguilar is going to suck. Oh, That's my, yeah. I, well, if Aguilar is anything better than sucks... Give me a warm beer. I'll drink it. Right. So so we're not getting slot production out of him. I'm not going to count on a lot out of Mac Hollins right away. So really, our over-the-middle production is going to come from Ertz. I know what you're thinking. What about Alshon? He's a big-body guy. He's an outside receiver. He's an outside receiver. He Fuck. works mostly on the outside. So and that to defend that point right here, the two games that Jordan Matthews did not play last year, Yeah, Ertz is going to see more of the target share. 13 and 17. Those were the two weeks. And I already went over those weeks. 13, he had 15 targets. Yep. Week 17, he had 16 targets. Both weeks he went off and he scored three touchdowns. And the bigger point to this is right now Ertz is ranked as TE12. So if 
I think that's probably the best value. If you're going to pick any Eagle, he's probably the best value yes. pick. And we're getting this off of FantasyPros.com. Right, FantasyPros. Right. And they take a ton of sites and yeah. mush them together. Yeah, right. So, again, Ertz, tight end 12, probably your best value on the Eagles. Yes. And to add to that, so today I went through, I was getting ready for these fantasy drafts this weekend, and yeah. uh, in that 30-round draft, yada, yada, long story short, I traded my first-round pick for a bunch of other picks. Right. And I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. So I kind of went through their top 200 rankings, and I just kind of saw the players around those areas where I'm picking and just, like, what players I want to take and kind of mesh together, like, my first, like, 12 picks. Well, anyways, when the first time I went through it, I'm taking Travis Kelsey at 24, right? At pick 24? At, well, I was just... Okay. Yeah. But I don't I hate that, by the way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So, anyways... I took him at 24, and then I found myself just taking like a shit ton of running backs, loading up, because in this league, you keep everybody. Okay. And yada, yada. By the time I got to a quarterback, because I took that strategy that people love where the last guy took a quarterback, yada, yada, I got stuck with Wentz, which I'm about to get to Wentz. I like him. I don't want him as my starter, though. So anyways, I redid it looking at Aaron Rodgers there instead of uh, Kelsey. And by the way, in this league, it's six points per passing touchdown, so this makes more sense then. Anyways, then I can get Ertz way down in like the eighth, ninth round where I was getting him, and the point differential there, believe it or not, Ertz, and I'll pull this up and I'll probably reference it in a second, but uh, he had like two hundred less yards or something like that, two three hundred less yards than Kelsey, same amount of touchdowns. Yeah. So what I would say as an overarching thing though, and Kelsey if was you're the not, one tight end if you're year. not getting Kelsey was the number ten. Last year he was. Oh Jesus. Well Gronk got hurt. Well anyway, in my opinion, if you're not getting like a top three tight end, and I don't like the Gronks, the Reeds, the the Greg Olsons. I guess Travis Kelsey's lumped in there, but if you're not getting one of those guys, then I think waiting and grabbing a guy like an Ertz or even a young guy like an Austin Hooper is a really good uh, strategy to get better value. Mm-hmm. So, so just, let's move- to, just to reiterate those stats, though, 85 catches, 1,125 yards, four touchdowns was Kelsey, and he was the number one fantasy tight end. Wow. So Ertz had seven less catches, about 300 less yards, same amount of touchdowns. So my point is, wait and get Ertz. All right. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I like, I really like his value. Yeah. With Matthew's gone, we've hammered this home. Yeah. We like Ertz. Yeah. And I know at least one guy from that league is listening to this pod. Then, so I'm a little hating myself for giving this stuff up. But yeah, that sucks. It's all right. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Wentz. Okay. So Wentz. They have him ranked as the 21st ranked quarterback, and that's where I got a bone to pick. I already said that I don't want him as my starter. Sure. However, I think Wentz could really have a big season. And like I said already with uh, Alshon and Ertz, Wentz was number five last year in passing attempts. They're going to pass the ball. They do not want to run. If you've watched the preseason already, you know they're not running the football. They don't want to do it. Don't be taken off guard by them signing Blunt. So if he can just take a step forward... You're going to see a lot more yards. You're going to see more touchdowns, and I think he's going to be good. So what I'm going to say for you on Wentz is if you're looking at a standard league where you're not keeping everybody, if you're keeping everybody in like long-term, Wentz brings more value to the table. But if you're just looking at a standard league, if you want to be that guy that's like, hey, I want to be the last guy to take quarterback, then go ahead and get yourself something that's stable like, I don't know, Phillip Rivers or whoever you can get late, Eli, and then maybe go for a home run and be one of the next guys to take quarterback and uh, take Wentz and see if, yeah, I mean, I think Carson Wentz is good in a two-quarterback league as a guy to have. I think he's 
a good. He's a high upside backup. Good, good late round pick in a dynasty league yeah. where you can keep a bunch of guys. But as far as you know, no keepers, standard twelve team league. Probably a dude you're gonna pick up off the waiver wire in a good matchup. Okay. You'll play the matchups. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let him fall to undrafted in a twelve team standard league. I would like him as an upside backup. Well, yeah, but you're an Eagles fan, so this is true. <laughs> and that brings us to Blunt. I was very, very excited when we first signed Blunt because ever since I can remember, the Eagles have not been able to get like third and one. Right, you haven't had a pounder in yeah. a while, and so I'm still liking it from that standpoint. However, he's not looked good. And it's only preseason, but yeah. whatever. He looks kind of fat. He yeah. looks kind of. Uh, There's our, not there are reports he might not might not make the team, which I'm not buying into that for a second. What I am none buying, of his, none of his money is guaranteed. Yeah, but, but whatever. Corey we, Clement's outplayed him in the preseason. Yeah. So has what's his face? And Corey Clement will make the team. Wendell Smallwood. So Wendell how many Smallwood, how many running backs are you gonna carry? Wendell, Wendell Smallwood sucks. All right. Uh, you know who is gonna get cut is that Pumphrey guy. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. So. He was supposed to be the next Darren Sproul, is tiny guy. He's got like the all-time leading rushing record for Division One, San Diego State. Okay. Um, but you know who you looks, still have? He looks awful. You still have the real Darren Sproles. Yes, so. Darren Sproles. We do have the original. The OG. Um, yeah. The Coca-Cola of next Darren Sproles. Right. So, anyway, LeGarrette Blount right now is coming off the board as running back 35, according to Fantasy Pros. Honestly, I think it's a risk to draft him. Yeah. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. I mean, I'm not taking him at 35. Cause I mean, that's thir- running back 35. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's that's a low end in a 12-team league, a low end third back. Sure. And I don't want him as my third back. No. Because with your third running back, you can pretty much just, you have to plan on your first two running backs, at least while I'm getting hurt. Also, if you're in a PPR league, he's going to be way back. Oh, yeah. Because he's never, I don't know if he has like 30 career catches. I'm right. serious. Yeah, and uh, the 18 touchdowns last year, a complete product of Patriots offense. Sure. They really pounded the rock a lot of times in the second half when they were up. Right. So we're not, you're not going to get those opportunities. You're going to figure you guys are going to be in more competitive games than the Patriots. Yes. Cause, and and he's, yeah, he's not yeah. going to get those same opportunities. Our offense isn't going to score as many points. What I think you're looking at with him is maybe like seven to like nine rushing touchdowns on the year, maybe six, 700 yards rushing. Pretty much nothing receiving. So, so wherever that falls in, if if here's my number four back, I'm feeling all right. Yeah. But I don't really want him as, as he's got, someone I'm going to He's just like, he's got on one skill set, and that's a pounder. Yeah. And I just, well, the biggest problem was they have him running out of the shotgun. Yeah. Like, look at LeGarrette Blunt and tell me well, that guy should be running out of the shotgun. That's Dougie P, the dummy. So like, I'm not a big fan of him yet. He might be an okay back, but I don't think it's a good fit. It's like when you had, well, not that these guys are the same, but it's like when you had DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray's not a shotgun back. No. He's an I-formation, yeah. single back kind of guy. Yeah. He needs to get his momentum going downhill. I agree. And then the last fantasy-relevant uh, eagle we got here is uh, the whole defense and special teams. Huh? Our defense special teams is always awesome, year in and year out. Now, maybe not awesome from a points real allowed. football standpoint. But, really, but where you get, really where you get your points in fantasy is... A team that can create pressure, yeah. which creates sacks, which creates turnovers, which leads to possible touch defensive touchdowns. Yeah. And, and also, you have Darren Sproles, who's a fantastic punt returner. There we go. Always a good, always and, an underrated um, fantasy defense. Yeah, and you look at the Eagles every year, and every year I'll read some that's like, look, they had six defensive and special teams touchdowns last year. That's not uh, something you're going to be able to repeat. 
you know, put them lower on your board. And then what do you know next year? They get six defensive and special teams touchdowns. Right. It's just something we do. So I really love our special teams coach. I'm warming up to the defensive coordinator. And, uh, I mean, I, I love the D-line with what I'm seeing from uh, <clears throat> Derek Barnett. Guy looks like – now, I already said last pod I was not ex- excited really when we dropped Short him. arms. Short arms Barnett. Guy's got three sacks in two preseason games, and he looks good. Hashtag preseason. Yeah, it is just the preseason. But he looks good. No, he does You put him next to Fletcher Cox. I like Tim Jernigan's. Brandon Graham had a strong year last year. Yeah. And then we also got uh, Chris Long right. and Vinny Curry rotating in. And actually, you should be able to create some Curry pressure. Might start, but you should be able yeah, to create we're going to get some pressure. And uh, I, I just think we got a good defense. And that's so. really when, whenever you're thinking about drafting defense, that's honestly the best place to start. Any team that can create pressure is going to create a better chance to create a turnover, which in turn is going to create a better chance to score. Right. And I'm about so halfway done with this beer, so I don't even remember if we said this or not. But 19 is where they have the Eagles. Defense. Yeah, a little low. No, a little low. I don't care. How many teams are in your league? I want the Eagles as like a starting caliber defense. Probably, I definitely do. Personally. Well, yeah. Again, here we are. Mm-hmm. You're an Eagles fan. Also, right. by anytime the, you can double up on having fun as a fan and having fun as a fantasy owner. Yeah, it's just a good old time. By the way, I really hate myself mm-hmm. because I kind of gave the Eagles a little too much shine there. I really hate it. <laughs> I'm mad that I have to talk so nicely of them, but. Based on what I'm looking at, the values on some of these guys are actually pretty good. Right. But, so let's move on to some Jets. I'll let you take the floor on this one. All right. So the Jets season is not going to be exciting. <laughs> we are blatantly tanking for the USC quarterback, probably Sam Darnold. I th- we'll probably actually out for that Wyoming quarterback. I forget his name. I was watching Dude, Nick Shea talk about him. Guess who doesn't want a quarterback from Wyoming? You know who will draft a quarterback from Wyoming? The Jets. Yeah, but that guy's going to be the best. No, player. he's not. Market it. Beer bet? Yeah. What? How do you quantify that? What? How long is it going to take? All right, who, be... which quarterback will go first? Darnold. No, it's going to be the Wyoming guy. All right, that's a warm beer bag. And yeah, we're just talking in front of him, the, U, the U, uh, UCLA guy is out of the picture. Like, if he goes first, it's just between it's a, Darnold and the Wyoming. Yeah, it's just between Darnold and Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming. I, okay, yeah, thanks for the you, – you're going to chug a warm beer. <laughs> I mean, Christ. Um, anyway, back to the Jets. So, like like I said, not many – not much to get excited about. Um but one guy who I actually do really like and is our best offensive player and will have, I think, I think underrated value in a PPR league is going to be Bila Powell. Um, he, he's a very good pass catching back, and he actually had a good yards per carry last year. Um, I think it was over five. So right now he's running back 25, but I think in PPR he would be a top 20 running back just because you have to think the Jets are going to be down a lot of games. If you look at who their quarterbacks are going to be, uh, a la Josh McCown, um, Christian Hackenberg, um, and our wide receivers are guys like Robbie Anderson, Sharon Peak, uh, Alex Wolf, Justin Peterman, and uh, yeah. So yeah, we don't have anybody really. My point is, well, you can probably we, expect a lot of checkdowns. Expect a lot of checkdowns. Yeah, a lot of checkdowns, a lot of design things to get our best offensive player the ball. Yeah. I would anticipate probably not a, ru- a lot of uh, run running room though when he's just pounding up the middle. Probably not, but I would guess he could. He's probably going to go around like maybe five rushing touchdowns, but he's going to get you a lot of reception. So again, PP in a PPR league, I'd I'd look at Bylaw Powell so as a Forte? good value. See, I think, I mean, <laughs> Forte last year like basically gave up. He said like, "Yeah, my knee hurts. Like I'm done." <laughs> so I and he's not even. <laughs> 
he's not even um, right now slated to be there week one. I just have a feeling like he's just going to be hot garbage, a non-factor really. Yeah. So he's ranked one spot behind uh, Blunt. I would not touch either of those two. What guys. if you had to touch one? I mean, I would touch Blunt before I touched <laughs> okay. Forte, just because. Isn't Forte like eighty-seven too? Yeah, he's a little bit older, but I mean, he's still the poor How guy. Is he for real? Is he I'd probably 30, say like right? thirty-two or thirty-three. I'll look it up. Yeah, I would. It, it's a shame he has to play on the Jets. Like, he should go play for a good team because he's actually a really good player for a long time. And even last year, he was he had a three or four touchdown game. Like, you know, he's still a quality player and deserves way better than what he's getting. Um, but if I had to pick between Blunt and Forte, I'd take Blunt just because he probably can fall forward for a touchdown on the one-yard line. Yeah. A little bit better. Anyway, uh, moving on, a guy... Oh, by the way, he's 32. Nice. Dude, that is 87 in running back. Well, yeah, but he never got like pounded with carries. I guess he's been a he's been a dual threat like catch and run guy. Anyway, um, the Jets' other guy that you could maybe look at is Robbie Anderson. He's going off at wide receiver 51 according to Fantasy Pros. He's our top target. As I said, I named off a bunch of guys who are like. You know, the uh, generic players that are made up in, like, Madden. Mm -hmm. That's who the rest of our receivers are. And Robbie Anderson's basically a generic guy. But he had a lot of success last year in the preseason. Um, He had some success when he got to start the last three weeks, three or four weeks of the regular season. Um, He just looks like a guy who gets open. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for a wide receiver one late in the draft, even though the quarterback's going to suck, I would probably guess he's going to get... Anywhere from 100 to 120 targets. So, mm-hmm. and that's what they say in the little uh, right. Blurb I mean, about do him you want fantasy pros? It's like, at what at what point, like that late in the draft, can you expect to find a you guy can't. who is going to get 100 yeah, plus targets? Yeah, a lot of times at that point, you're going to be drafting guys who, like a uh, Kenny Galladay from um, Detroit, who's like a rookie, <laughs> who you're hoping finds time on the first team and like maybe shows something, and he's a keeper for next year. But Robbie Anderson. Is actually a guy who's going to get and Robbie Anderson get something rookie last year, forty two catches, uh, five eighty seven yards, and I would say that's in the last. Touchdowns. Most of that comes in the last six games. So I'll click game logs here. We'll find out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play the first two games, and then he's looking at like two, three targets a game for a while, yeah. and then well, you have to remember he hit we week had thirteen. He got twelve targets. Yeah, you have so. to remember we had Eric Decker, Brandon Marshall, mm-hmm. Quincy Anua, another guy. Who's out this year for the year? So, sleeper, just yell sleeper for that guy in all your drafts. See that right. will take him. And Hand lastly, lastly, we have the Jets D, which is coming ten. off at ten, way too high, according to Fantasy Pros. I'm gonna agree; it's a little high. The only thing I will say about the Jets defense is they have a lot of young talent on that team, and the last couple of years they've had guys like Calvin Pace and David Harris, who are great, reliable veterans, but are not very fast anymore, and we left them out there on third downs a lot of times, so they're getting chewed up in the pass game. David Harris can't cover me anymore. Great linebacker can stop the run, but you know what? He's a first and second down kind of guy. Todd Bowles finally gets a lot of his young talent. We have a lot of first-round picks on that defense, so I do expect the defense to be better, but in terms of fantasy, we are going to be on the field a lot, and we're probably not going to generate enough turnovers to warrant a 10 spot. Yeah, and so, ten, 10 assumes that that is a primary defense for you. 
It shouldn't be. It should no. be a pickup. It can be a spot start yep. for when they're playing at the, home against the Bills or like yep. they're playing Jay Cutler and the Dolphins. Sure. That's it. So, I like give me the Eagles long before you give me the Jets defense, to be honest. Oh, I agree completely. Okay. We don't have a great special teams either. Yeah. So, 100%. So, Again, I hate myself because <laughs> I've given the Eagles too much love. So then, uh, as we're winding down on uh, this beer here, let's go to... Uh, I'm about halfway done. I might have been chugging a little bit while you were talking. Jeez. I mean, I know. The Jets will drive you to drink. That's one <laughs> thing that's true. No, oh, I mean, Eagles as well. But, uh... So let's, on a barometer of how drunk we're going to have to get to deal with this season, let's go week by week here and talk about whether or not we see a win in the future. And I reserve the right, because we're going to be doing just about a weekly podcast, to change my mind on every one of these picks when the time comes. All right. (laughs) Having said that, September 10th is the big day where you can find me firmly placed on my Lazy Boy with some buffalo chicken dip in hand. And Eagles are playing... At the Redskins. At the Redskins? Yeah. Okay. I want to say win, but I think it seems reasonable to think loss there. I'm going loss. The Redskins in recent years have really owned us. Yeah, and uh, they have have a lot of good weapons on defense. Or, I mean, not defense, offense. mm -hmm. They can really pass the ball pretty well. So, if if you guys were at home, I might give the slight edge to you. But since you're on the road, I'm going to go L there. Okay. And the week two is at the Chiefs. Arrowhead is always really hard to win in. Yeah. Tr- like, traditionally, that's just a thing. And we're playing Andy Reid. So there's going to be some familiarity between Reid and Peterson. Yeah. Um, I think the Chiefs carry a larger reputation as being good than they're going to show this season. I think the Chiefs are actually going to have a down year. And okay. He- here's why I say that. They lost Jeremy Macklin. Because I mean I don't know why they cut him to be honest. Uh, he didn't really play that much from last year anyway. He's banged. He was right. banged up. And they basically punted their first round pick by yeah. drafting a quarterback. The big thing on the Chiefs this year is that they didn't really add anything. No, exactly. And, and they, they traded a lot away to get a. Their QB. offense has actually very changed. I mean, he, he, there's no more Jamal Charles. No, he didn't really play a whole lot last no, year. No, he didn't. He barely played. Right. And now you got Alex Smith sweating over there. Like you're starting that whole quarterback controversy. Every time he drops back, he's going to be thinking a little more. Mm. I just I see it down, and they're playing a tough tough division. Right. Yeah, I think we sneak into Arrowhead and come out with a win on that one. Because it's Arrowhead, I'm going L. Okay. So we got home against the Giants then. It's not an easy schedule. No, it's not. But um, I'm, I'm going gonna, Dub. Yeah, I'm going W as well. Traditionally, again, the the way the Redskins have kind of beat up on us the last three or four years, we just we always seem to play very well. You guys own the Eli. Oh yeah, it's great. It's He's so much fun. like over under one and a half picks that game. I'd the take the over. Yeah, it's awesome. also watch out for the Giants to take a step a small. I mean, I realize their offense has a lot of weapons. Their offensive line still hasn't been upgraded, and but, their running game sucks. Well, yeah, but for the defense to play as well as it did last year would be really impressive. They were the number two defense in terms of DVOA, which you know takes into effect, uh, takes into account I think uh, schedule and like strength of opponent and everything. So I it's kind of hard to repeat that. Mm-hmm. So I think they take a small like I they're probably still a top ten defense just because they have a ton of names. They um, had a good defense last year. Their secondary is really good. But I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna give you guys a W there. Okay. And look for uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna ride the hot hand here and uh, look for Derek Barnett. I'm gonna say two sacks in that game. He's gonna pin his ears back because you don't have to worry about the running game. All right. All right. Week so, four. 
Week four at the Chargers. Still not getting very easy. No. I know he's all on. I'm all on the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going L here. How much money did you put on them to win the division? Oh, they, I got them at plus 600 to win the division. I, only, I threw 10 bucks on it. So. Okay. I don't hate that bet. It's a great bet. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, Get excited, We're guys. going across the country on that one. I'm, take, I'm giving you L. Ugh, making me think here. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think we might be, I think we're at least as good as the Chargers, if not maybe a little better, but the going across the country and playing on the road, I don't like it. So, I don't like it either. I don't think you're better than the Chargers. So. Okay, well, I'm going to go Snell there too. All right. Home against the Cardinals. Yep, W. I like that. Cardinals don't trap... If I remember correctly, the Cardinals don't travel well coming from the West to the East. Right. They and lost to the Bills like last year yeah. in a big game where they were favored. I'm not a big Carson Palmer guy. And also, we got reverse logic on what I just said on that Chargers game with them coming across the country. I'm going yeah, to there's, against the Cardinals. There's like a small chance you got, depending on how the Cardinals start off, there's a small chance. And if you guys, I have you at that point as one and three. At that point, you could be a home dog, which just plays into like you're uh-huh. going to win. Yeah, they're and, coming across. And you want to gamble on that. Yeah, that's one you want to gamble on. So I'm giving you a W. There. I was at two and two at that point, and currently at three and two there. And I have a two and three. All right. Okay. So then we got a Thursday nighter. So you play gonna... Sunday. Yes. And you got a quick week, short week. But we're at home on the Sunday, and then we're traveling to Carolina for a Thursday nighter that following week. Wow, you guys have a tougher schedule than I thought. Oh, yeah, which is clutch though because that's one of my long weeks, and I have only Wednesday Thursday off. And like God was just like Alex, I'm throwing you a bone. You're watching the Eagles, man. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> so yeah, oh, fantastic. Who does, Car- saw that, who, does Ca- who does Carolina play the week before? I'm going to pull that up real quick. Okay. But go ahead and while say what you want. Yeah, while he's pulling that up, I you're going to meet very few people that are a bigger supporter of Christian Hackenberg. Or, sorry, look, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, don't get it mixed up, buddy. Yeah, no, sorry. Whew. Jeez. Bigger supporter of Christian McCaffrey than me. I think that guy is going to be a stud. However, I don't like the mixture between him and uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton never runs to the, or never passes the running back. Um, but then again, you could also argue he's never had a running back to pass. Too. Yeah, that's very true. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think the Panthers are going to be a better team this year than they were last year, is my point. Um, having said that, I do think the Eagles are a little better of a team. In Carolina, I don't know how much home field that gives you. It's on prime time, so you can probably expect uh, Steph Curry to bang the drum beforehand yep. or whatever. Um I feel like I'm being a homer here, but I'm going to give us another W there. That's tough. That's tough. They they're they're playing, they playing. They play at the Lions, and then they get you guys at home. Uh-huh. Drum roll. I'm going with the NL. You're going with L? Yep. Okay. All right, so then we have a... Long week, getting ready for the next one, which is another primetime game on October 23rd. What's October 23rd? Is that one a Monday nighter? Or no? I don't know. Yeah, that should be a Monday nighter. All right. Who yeah, got? that is a Monday nighter. So, an extra long week going from a Thursday night to a Monday night for the Redskins at home. W. There we go. I'll take that. Yeah. I already gave us a loss plan on the first time. Doug Peterson from the School of Andy Reid. You don't lose on long weeks. You yeah. got time to game plan. You're probably gonna win. And you're never gonna meet anyone who dislikes Andy Reid more than me. But which is, is ridiculous. That is that's a thing. whole other argument for a whole <laughs> other day. That is one thing though. God. You have to give him. I mean, dude. Yeah, dude doesn't win after or doesn't lose after a bye week. I think he has one loss all like at, 
Yeah, he's, he's like 15 used. and 1. It's ridiculous. It's great. Anyway. So you would think that he'd be all right in the playoffs when you get a bye and everything. And, you know, well, the yeah. virtual bye before Super Bowl, but hey. Um, anyways, so he also comes from the school of Andy Reid with a terrible clock management. But we're going to move on. We are. Week 8. Then coming off, so a somewhat short week coming off a of Monday nighter at home against the 49ers. Give me that W. Yeah, I'll give you the W. They're probably not that good. They're going to be better, but they're not. They're still going to maybe, you know, maybe win five, six games at the most. Uh-huh. Six games, six games at the most. And then we got at, or no, sorry, at home against the Broncos. Again, I'm going to give you the W. Just. I feel like I'm giving us too many W's, but I feel like you are. We're going to win that one. I don't know why. Who's their quarterback? Is it? It's Semyon. They just announced today it's going to be Semyon. Okay. That's tough. I'm gonna. That'll be our like loss that I feel like we shouldn't have gotten because there's always a couple of those each year. I'm gonna say we lose the. So game. let me see where I'm at here. Hmm. I'm never comfortable with uh, Von Miller. So. Yeah. God. All right. <clears throat> What do you got? I don't like that they're traveling no, no, to you guys. Okay. I'm not impressed by... Space. And that's a third straight home game for us there. Yeah. Um, man, this is tough. I'll go L. Okay. I, they just have they have a fantastic defense. They're okay. going to get in Wentz, get to Wentz. So week 10, bye week. Yeah. So going into the bye week, I have them at 6-3. and three. What do you have them at? 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Four and five? Yeah. Okay, so we're not seeing eye to eye quite. So coming out of the bye week then, we got a Sunday nighter at Dallas. Yeah. I think Dallas is going to take a step back this year. I think uh, Zeke Elliott's suspension is going to really throw things off for them. He will be back by this point. He will. Um, but also, you see people like when they hold out or are suspended or whatever at the beginning, a lot of, especially like running backs, receivers, they're always tweaking hammies yeah, and yeah. stuff. I'm going to give you guys a W here just because you're coming out of the bye week. I would prefer you guys at home, but mm-hmm. I think with the bye week, you have ample time. Okay. And I, I'm i just going to give you the W there. All right. I'm going to do the same, I think. So then we have... That was week... I'm sorry, what week was that? 11? Yeah. Week 12. 1 o'clock Sunday start on Fox at home against the Bears. I think the Bears are terrible. Enjoy your W. Yeah, at this point, I expect to see Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I expect to see Mitch Trubisky at, like, week six. It could be sooner than that. Yeah, he looks good, and Glennon looks bad. Yeah, um, so. it's pretty simple so far. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, who do you got more invested in? It's clearly Trubisky. Yeah. Um, so, there's a W for us. At Seattle, I'm going to... Yeah, I wanted to beat you to it, but no. Yeah, Just an absolute L. That's <laughs> going to be an L. That's like the wake... Like, it is. Hey, the Eagles starting to feel good about themselves. Yeah. Get shit on. Bring them back down to earth. An- like, another primetime game, though, there. However, I will say... I will say... I don't know that I'm as high on the Seahawks. Overall, as a team this year, just because yeah. they lost an offensive lineman Their today. line already sucked. Their line wasn't great. And we just traded and, um, and, Matt Tobin. Right. You, you guys traded Matt Tobin a seventh round pick for a 2018 fifth round pick. Yeah. Um, Which is nice because I just bitched last pod about the lack of picks. Sure. But I will say, I don't know that that defense can keep up what they've been doing. Okay. It's hard to stay elite for like five straight years. And they, I, I don't like Eddie Lacy. I don't like any of their running backs. If I had, okay, if I, I had do to, really like 
Russell Wilson. Yeah, if I like player. again, if I had to bet on who wins that division, I'm still going to pick them. Okay. But I just don't know if they're going to be as dominant as yeah. people think they will be. Anyway, so you get I'm giving you nail there. So that was our first road game of three in a row. So sure. the next one is a 4:25 start at the Rams, which is going to be in Los Angeles and not St. Louis. Right. So at the Rams, what are you thinking? We got this is our first uh, golf Wentz showdown. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling W there. I think the Rams. Yeah, I don't. Well, here's the thing. I don't think the Rams are that great. The Rams signed uh, what's his name, the left left tackle from uh, oh the Bengals. Yeah, Yeah, Whitworth, who's actually really good. He is really good. And they traded for Watkins. Mm -hmm. They drafted that Cooper Cup, who I believe it was Steve Smith was doing draft coverage and said that Cooper Cup was going to be the best receiver in the class. Um, so that's all fine and good. Yeah, and it all comes down forget to about Todd Gurley. He was the man. They sucked it, last dude, year. But... It doesn't matter. It all comes down to can golf play. Yeah. If he can play, they'll be better than people think. If he, if so he you're used. saying golf can't play? I'm not saying that, but I just think you guys are going to win. Okay, I'm going to give us a W there too. So that puts me at nine and four currently. So if I'm right, man, life is good. At the Giants, I'm giving you third an L. road game in a row. Giving you the L. I'm taking the L as well. Yeah. On the road against a good defense, third third so week in a row. Just looks like a schedule loss. Yeah, we're going hard to win. West coast, west coast, back east for an, a third straight road game. Yeah. We might even like set up shop that week between the Seattle and Rams game out west. To be honest, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I don't like that schedule there. I think that sucks. Then we got home against the Raiders on Christmas night, which is going to be just a grand old time for anybody who's not aware. We also have a Sixers game on Christmas. I was supposed to work night shift Christmas Eve until 7 a.m., and I was going to pull an all-nighter slash all-dayer and watch all that. Decided I couldn't do it, so I took that night shift off. So, uh, Anyways, Raiders, so Monday night on Christmas. So do the Eagles give you a nice Christmas present? If I've ever learned anything from the Eagles, it's that they always let me down. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming they're going to try and ruin Christmas, and I'm going to take the L. This is week 16? Yes. Yeah. I'd say L there. Okay. Raiders have, you know, everybody kind of likes them as like an AFC title team. Possibly. Like, the, it, people basically are talking Patriots, Steelers, Raiders. Okay, well, this is this the Raiders is my defense. Take on Raiders defense, not that great, but their offense is good. Very good. It is. Derek Hart working his way up to be elite. It's speaking of fantasy, and we're getting macro here or whatever, but with Derek Carr, I read some today where he had that one awesome game against the Bucks. Yeah. And then they said if you just averaged out, if you took that game out and averaged out everything else, he would have been the 17th ranked quarterback last year. I think he's highly overrated. Okay. However, Disagree. Okay. Um, And I just mean highly overrated as far as people think he's going to take the throne then as like top quarterback after Brady's gone and stuff. And Rodgers. But either way. Um, then we're looking at a New Year's Eve game. A lot of holidays we're playing on this year. Yeah. Uh, One o'clock at home against Dallas. Which at this point could be for the division if you're listening to me because we're currently sitting at nine and six on my record. Yeah, and I'm gonna give us the at home W against the boys, and we're gonna finish at ten and six. I gave you guys the win against them already. The I think time. you split with them, so okay. Wow, I gave you an L there, so that's one. What do you got to say? Like I said, I, I got us at ten and six. I gave you at seven and nine. Seven and nine, that's, which is what we were last year. Which I don't particularly like, but I I hate that I'm going to say this, but I kind of, if I had to bet 
on somebody to win the division based on the odds I was given. I think you can get the Eagles at the third best odds, and I'd probably pick them because I don't know that there's much separation between right. all four of those teams. Well, and honestly, but, the, the schedule is the same for everyone in the division minus like two of those right. games. Right, but so, yeah, I'm probably off by a game. I probably ha- I probably like you guys more eight and eight with a possibility to go nine and seven. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with yeah, so, I'm gonna stick with the seven and nine okay. for now. I mean, maybe maybe you could win. Two more than that, go nine and seven. Okay, so but let's take I'm not, this. I'm not thinking ten and six now. Let's take this to gambling real quick before we take sure. it to Jets. The over under for the Eagles on the season is eight and a half. So if you're listening to Pete, you're probably looking at the under. Yeah, which okay. is minus one thirty. Which is the favorite. The under is the the slight right. favorite. If you want the over, over eight and a half wins, you're getting even odds. Right. So bet a dollar, win a dollar. Right. Uh and. I mean, my confidence level on that isn't like a million percent because there's a lot of things in there. Like, what if Wentz gets hurt week two? Well, I mean, yeah, all that you stuff. can't. Right. Whenever you're talking about this kind of stuff, you have to assume health. Exactly. Because anybody, it's the f- football. Like, so I'm not like, even though I picked this to be ten and six here, I'm not saying, uh, you know, bet your mortgage on the Eagles over. But if I had to pick one, I'm taking over eight and a half. Okay. So let's move on to the Jets. This could be quick. <laughs> All right, I'm still waiting for the schedule to load on my computer here, but I can't imagine that week one is a win. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> Who are they playing? They're the Bills. Oh, damn. Bills aren't that great. That however, be, That could be the win. However, we're at the Bills. Yeah. It's not that far travel. I'm going out. Yeah. We, You'll find... I anticipate we split with the Bills, but I'm going to give us the home win and not the road win. So Okay, so at the Bills... We agree, loss. Loss. Week two. Uh, at the Raiders. At the Raiders. Just a drubbing. Yeah. I Another think loss. That one's going to be bad. That's going to be the one where you want to start Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. Which you're probably starting Amari Cooper every week. But you you're, know yeah, saying. you're always going to start Amari Cooper. Yeah. Um, then we're looking at week three, home against the Dolphins. Division game. Yeah. Jay Cutler sucks. Eh, does he? I think he kind of does. He has his be- I mean, he had his best years with Gase, so. Yeah. I'm going to say another loss, though. See, I want to say we're going to split with the Dolphins just because we we always find stupid just ways because. to split with the Dolphins. Yeah. So, well, most, if most I'm gonna teams give, are going to split in yeah, division. If I'm going to give us a win in division, it's going to be at home. and So I'm going to give us a W there. Okay. I'm not very confident in that, but I just think we're, if we're going to get a dub, we're going like, to split in the division. So. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna. I have to pick the home game. Yeah. So week four, this is where. And I also, I still think Josh McCown will be starting at that point. So okay. you have a Which slightly better, a better chance not. to win. Well, I honestly think that they're trying to pull like the first ever legitimate work tanking. Yeah, but I mean, it's so I think they might just trot out Hackenberg. Just to uh, I mean, you can you can still trot out Josh McCown and probably still lose. Yeah. Oh, let's I be mean, honest. Yeah. Here. Don't get me wrong. You can easily so, do that, but I think it's not think as gonna, easy as I think trying out Hackenberg. They're gonna give him like. I think McCown will play three weeks, okay. and Hackenberg gets the fourth week home for the Jags. Okay. Well, that was that's a good uh, segue there to week four. Home against the Jags, I would think, in my mind, you'd have a better chance of winning that one than any of the first three. I'm going L. Because I don't like the Jags. However, I'm also going L. I'm going L because, by that point, Blake Bortles will not be the quarterback, and they'll have a better chance to win. 
You don't think Blake Bortles will be the quarterback? No. Dude, he might not be the quarterback opening night. He's been that bad. He's been awful, but, dude, he's a year removed from throwing 32 touchdowns. Yeah, it gar- was bullshit garbage, garbage touchdowns. time touchdowns. It was. No, get out. Get I'm not out. arguing he's that they weren't trash, garbage. dude. He's trash. Henny will be the quarterback by that game. Guaranteed. Henny, local kid, by the way. Yeah. Went to Wilson High School. Wilson, Wilson High School. Guess who else went to Wilson High School? Kerry Collins. Yeah. What a small world. Yeah. I grew up like 20 minutes Both, away. Uh, Both pretty legends. mediocre NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. But you know what? Unfortunately, NFL quarterbacks uh, are the Henny thumbed his nose at Penn State, by the way. So that made him not less popular oh, yeah. in there. And they, yeah. And everybody was pretty pumped when they lost to Appalachian State. <laughs> anyway, at the Browns. At the Browns week five. I don't think the Browns are going to be awful. I think they'll be mildly improved, but they're going to still I'm be gonna, if I, sucky. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, just going to give us a W just because we have to win somewhere. Okay. I'm I gonna, think. I'm going to give you another L. I don't blame you. At the Browns. Listen, I don't think... <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> this is moving. my prediction. This is my prediction. Pete's gonna have a lot of headaches on Sundays. I'm probably football yeah. advantage. Yeah, it's so. gonna be rough. There's now, gonna be a lot. I'm probably gonna be. Ugh, this is gonna be bad. This one could be the first mercy rule game in NFL history. Right. With week six at home against the Patriots. So we're we just gonna. Yeah. Not even gonna talk about that one. I'm just gonna put another tally here in my loss. Okay. Game. Then we go at the Dolphins. Another L. Yeah, I'm gonna give you an L. So I got you 0 7 currently. You do. Wait, will you give us an L against the Dolphins too? The first time? Yeah, I did. Oh, Christ. So, at home against the Falcons, week eight. L. Yeah. I mean, they had too much talent. I think they'll take a step back, honestly. I don't expect them to go too to the much, Super dude, Bowl too again. Too much talent. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not losing the too Jets. Too much talent. But just touching on them real quick, I think they're going to take a step back. All right, Bills at home, W. Um, see, I'm giving you another L there. Are you going to give us a win anywhere? <laughs> I'm looking, dude. you got to find one, for Christ's sake. <laughs> All right, week ten. At the Bucks, I think the Bucks are very uh, interesting offense this year. Added Deshaun Jackson, added uh, OJ Howard. Yep, we're getting our ass kicked. L. Jameson Winston. Uh, Jameis Winston. All right, yeah, sorry. He uh, another year under his belt. I think they're gonna be good. Yeah, they'll be all right. So they're a trendy. They're a trendy pick. They are. Hey, we get a bye week. That one, they're not gonna lose. What? The bye week. Home for the Panthers. We're not gonna lose that game. No, you're not losing the bye week. Oh yeah, yeah. We are guaranteed to not lose the bye week. Um, so then they're coming out at home against the Panthers then. That was one I was thinking about giving you guys. Because yeah. here's the thing about the NFL. Bye weeks matter. Bye weeks matter and bullshit happens where like you always look at the schedule and you're like, every team's got one where it's like, how did that happen? Yep. That's going to be your first win for me. <laughs> Taking an L there. <laughs> so then you're at home against the Chiefs. I'm going L. Yeah. And then we go to Denver. That's an L. At the Broncos. Absolute yeah, L. I don't like going a mile either. At the Saints. Absolute <laughs> L. At the Saints. Drew Brees might throw five touchdowns that game. Yeah. Home against the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. You do really like the Chargers. However, oh. they are a notoriously awful team at traveling west. And if- at this point, if you win your, according to me, second game... You're only screwing yourselves, because you're thinking quarterback at this point. Yeah, in the draft, I'm going L. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you another bone there, and I'm gonna see the West Coast team coming east. It's the one where they're gonna you shouldn't sleep happen. on the Jets, and they're gonna look forward to whoever they're probably playing right. a division team the next week. Probably playing, honestly, probably playing for the playoffs. Yeah, and I think the if Jets are gonna to be like, hey, spoilers. Yeah, get up for it. 
Todd Bowles is going to give a passionate speech. That- <laughs> Maybe he will. Christian Hackenberg just pulls a yeah. game out of his ass. Yeah. He come, he becomes Tom Brady for a game. Yeah. The, the, they're counting us out game. Yeah. And speaking of Tom Brady, week 17, New Year's Eve at the Patriots. Um, Funny thing is, though, Tom Brady's, not, Tom Brady's not starting that game. You don't think so? No. Week 17, dude, they have the one seed locked up. Yeah. Jimmy G started. They might be 15 and 0. Either point. way, our ass is kicked. I think Tom Brady starts the game. I don't think he finishes it. So, so I have us for three wins. All right, I have you at two and fourteen, and so that brings us to the over under for the Jets, which is three and a half. Sure. So both of us are taking the under. So here's where I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but we're going to win four games. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I I don't know. It's just I think we're going to win four games. To be, we're going to be just Jetsy enough. Where we won't get the first pick. Okay. But you, we won't get to pick the You don't want the first pick if you beat me in that bet because you want the Wyoming guy. We don't want the Wyoming guy. Yes, you do. That Wyoming guy is going to suck nah, ass. Great quarterbacks are built with the chips on their shoulders. Most of them ha- have not come from elite Jeez. schools. You listened to Colin Coward today. I did. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but it was a good point. And then immediately I thought about like Peyton Manning yeah. coming from Tennessee. Yeah. And, How was he? Yeah. I mean, he's pretty, okay. pretty damn good. But he had a good point with that. Look at uh, my boy Wentz. Wasn't even D1. Yeah, and what has he done? Hey, <laughs> hey we're not worried about that yet. But, uh, yeah, so the Jets, if you take the over, it's minus 135, which I the favorite. would rather die than take over at minus 135. Yeah, I'm not actually betting on this. No. <laughs> By any means. And on that Twitter poll, which I don't know if you have the results of. I do. Uh, handy, but the Twitter I, poll actually yielded. They wanted that they one. They won. Yeah. But... I want. I voted on that for the under at plus one hundred five. Now I understand one hundred five. Like whoopty fucking do. I bet a dollar when a dollar five. Bet a hundred. But yeah, win one hundred five. I like getting the plus at something that I already think is going to happen. Sure. So that might be something I legitimately put money on. But here is where you guys need to be careful. Alex is wrong a lot, <laughs> and when something seems too obvious, that means stay away. So. Um, also, right about Hoskins. Little plug here. We're gonna probably be doing. We're pretty active on Twitter. We like to live tweet baseball games, any sporting event, you know, regarding our team. So give us a follow at micro at micro brew sports. There's no micro brewed. Yeah, unfortunately, there, there was a space problem there. Yeah, spacing limits. So at micro brew sports. You know, we like to put a lot of polls. We'd love to for you guys to comment. We'll give anyone a follow. Give back us crap. That follows us. Argue with us. We enjoy that kind of stuff. And then us personally, I'm at AlexWolf31. He's at Petsky. That's P-E-T-E-S-K-I-41. 41. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow any of us or whatever, we're uh, more than willing to live tweet some sporting events and especially uh, some Eagles-Jets games and everything. Sure. So that pretty much covers what we wanted to cover for football today. A um, couple other things that I just wanted to throw in here that we're not going to get in-depth to. But uh, just to keep it up to date and everything and keep people posted on what's going on, um, the Phillies have recently decided to play J.P. Crawford at third base, which I find very intriguing because, as I said on the last pod, Freddie Gauss is doing his thing at shortstop. Mm -hmm. You know who's not doing his thing? It's Michael Franco. Franco. He really sucks. He sucks ass. He's not good. Yeah. Oh, he's awful. He's on base like 276. His OPS is under 7. Yeah, no. and he's supposed to be a power hitter. Yeah. I mean, the guy literally swings so hard that his helmet falls off. The majority of swings. Problem is, he doesn't connect. Yeah, 
And, I mean, he's got no approach. I haven't seen a hitter with less approach at the plate since Ryan Howard was here. And it was okay when Howard was here because at first he was awesome. And then it became a problem. With Franco, he just sucks, and it's still a problem. So I find that very intriguing that they're playing Crawford at third base. And my take here is expect to see Crawford in the big leagues in September playing third base. And he'll play some shortstop to spell a lot. Yeah, I mean, you might as well bring him up when the rosters expand, right? He's yeah. already on the 40-man. No, he's not actually. He, But he needs to be this winter or he'll be picked up in the Rule 5. five. So he's obviously getting on the 40-man. He's obviously getting yeah. on the 40-man. We're not going to let him just leave yeah. for nothing. Right. And then uh, I also read an article today that said expect to see Scott Kingery, same deal, playing a little third and shortstop in AAA. But you don't think he's coming up this year? I would love to see him, but he doesn't need to be put on the 40-man. Okay. So I don't, I don't think, think so. he will be. And the other thing, even the article said itself that – Kingery is a plus second baseman defensively, so I don't expect him to ever get moved any kind of long term from second base. And um, that's about that, pretty much. But we also wanted to throw in a uh, little shout out to the beers here. Yeah. For uh, follow, you could follow us on Untapped. Yeah, if you guys aren't familiar or are not familiar with Untapped, it's basically uh, I don't know a little little Facebook. Uh, for like beer drinkers, pretty much. Um, you go on, you have any beer you can find. Really, you can search it, check it in, give it a rating, give it a little review, and then it keeps track of all the different beers you've tried. I think I'm up over close to 600 different beers I've right. tried. I'm thinking four and a quarter, or four and like a quarter stars for this beer here. So I was gonna go into that. I, right, it's not stars, it's bottle caps. No, it's stars. Is it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just finished a beer that was nine and a half percent, so I'm not thinking yeah. about things. But so when I'm drinking a beer, a lot of times, if I if I think the beer's solid, it's between a three and a four. If I think the beer's really good, it's above a four. If I don't think it's any, if I just think it's like, meh, it's like two to three, if I think it's ass. And this was a good beer. If it's ass, it's under two. Yeah. So a lot of the beers you'll see me check in are going to be between three and four because they all fall within a, you know, a solid beer. Right. But I do really like this beer. Um, Armor Shark. Armor Shark, again, Pizza it's a du- double IPA. It is. Uh, you know, a lot of people get scared off by the double IPA tag, thinking it's going to be really hoppy. Double IPAs are less hoppy than regular IPAs. Okay. So it's going to go down smoother. I, you know, I, I could think probably, this was pretty smooth for an IPA. Yeah, I would, I would say you'd probably drink like maybe two or three. You wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, get a keg of this. No, probably not. Probably not. You know, two or three. I mean, two or three of these at nine. You're going to feel good. <laughs> You're going to be feeling real good. Right. So what, what are you going with as your rating? Uh, I was thinking like four and a quarter, four okay. and a third, something like that. I'm gonna go three seven five. Okay. Thought it was thought it was really good. Yeah. Not, would, well, not really good, but you know, pretty would, good beer. I would drink this again. I would absolutely and drink this. I again. think I said this at the beginning. You're probably gonna see us frequent Pizza Boy one because of the geographical location near Pete's apartment, and two because they seriously just come out with new beers like all the time. They do, and they also do like limited time specials, like remaking their own beers, like giving it a different twist. So right. Yeah, we're big uh, Pizza Boy supporters. And I actually just realized that I messed up the uh, handles here. My at AlexWolf31 is my uh, untapped. Oh. On Twitter, I'm AWolf31. Well, guess what? It's really easy for me. My handle on Twitter is the same as my handle on untapped. Right. It's Pizzki41, so give me a follow, and we can uh, we can also talk beer. All right, and let's uh, wrap this up then. So uh, expect to hear from us in about a week or so. Yeah. And uh, hope to get you guys back. Take it easy.